0: amen okay beautiful let's go into the word of god am i forgetting any announcement we love i love you too thank you very much oh that's so say it again i love you pastor say it again now oh thank you very much (laughs) if you know what it takes to be a pastor you you're not gonna know no. so if you have your bible so let's go to first john chapter 2 we, we are still in the gospel series god has a word to bless you if you miss wednesday you really really missed so i'm gonna see if i can do it an intelligent recap and then we'll take up from there if you can if you have first john chapter 2 can you stand for the reading of the word the next stand will be on you that won't be on me let's just stand as we read god's word together amen amen the bible says be careful how you hear be careful what you hear if you go on the internet if you go on your cnn you find the corona virus is just in the news yeah i want you to know that you're covered especially for our online viewers from london um norway from um the us of a a lot of churches have closed down they, they, they're viewing online today and we are blessed people that um just the disrespectful heat in Nigeria, Corona can't stay here for long. <laughs> the legal son is disrespectful. It doesn't even care whether you came out from a BMW, because As you come out, you just start sweating in here. So uh, I don't think Corona. But again, we we plead the blood of other thing in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare that we arrest that situation by the speakings of the blood of Jesus. We put an end to it that Christ paid for it in the name of Jesus. We join faith with our brethren all over the world and we speak in the name of Jesus. Whilst we have intelligence and wisdom to wash our hands and to stay clean, we decree that the disease is removed. It dies a natural death in Jesus' name, mysteriously, quickly, in Jesus' matchless name. Amen. You know, there are people who will never have this virus, but will live in the fear of the virus. Doesn't make sense. So don't live in the fear. You know, you just yeah, when somebody sneezes, you can still bless. You don't look at them coronally. Why are you sneezing like that? <laughs> amen. First John chapter two. If you're there, say Amen. First John chapter two, verse one and two. We're, we're talking about propitiation today, and it talks about payment. We're expecting the cool boys to join us for their wedding thanksgiving. I'm sure that party ended like three a.m. So if they come in late, just understand. Amen. So the Bible says can we can we read together my little children these things write unto you that ye sin not so watch this the bible is not encouraging the believer to sin there's nowhere in scripture because you all who accuse some of us who preach the message of grace say we give people license to sin nobody needs a license to sin sin is in nature with or without the license you're already a sinner because you're born you came out of adam understand that we we dealt with that on on wednesday how that even people who did not sin after the likeness of adam already seen us by the nature of humanity yeah so that's not a don't stop bringing is giving them license to sin does not make sense it means that you do not understand the bible because sin is not um it's not uh action is nature you understand that so paul says shall we continue in sin he didn't say shall we continue to sin continue to sin his action continue in seeing his nature hence his response god forbid i can those of us who are not in this nature live in it again you understand that so the bible doesn't encourage anybody to sin it says but or and if any man sin we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus, keep the scripture for me. Jesus Christ, the, the, the righteous, He's saying, This is such a balanced scripture, I love it. He's saying, You should not sin, nobody's encouraged to sin. But if any man sins, we have an advocate. Another word for this would be the paracletus, the helper. The advocate does not condemn the client, He advocates for the client. So, the Spirit of God does not condemn the believer, even when you fall short. The Spirit of God brings you back to the place you are in christ jesus with the father jesus christ the righteous verse 2 verse 2 and he is the propitiation that's the word for our sins and not just for us only but also for the sins of the whole world watch this jesus didn't die for the church jesus died for the world so jesus didn't come for the church only he died for the world but not everybody has received the propitiation that is available to them Because grace makes all things available. Faith makes all things obtainable. So long after you have, grace has made it available until you receive faith to take what grace has provided, you may be walking in ignorance. My people perish for lack of knowledge let's bow ahead for a word of prayer father we thank you this morning we ask that you throw your weight in this building as we unveil propitiation from the finished work on the cross of calvary we ask oh god that you throw your weight, do your bidding let your name and your name alone be glorified in Jesus' much less name and everybody said amen you may be seated in the presence of the lord amen 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 Propitiation—that word speaks about payment Propitiation speaks about the payment for an offense the beautiful thing about the payment that jesus did is that romans paul speaking that the payment is not parallel to the offense romans chapter 5 the payment is not parallel to the offense and the example i gave on wednesday is that your security man burnt your house but dangote gave you an estate So the estate is not on the same level with the house that was born. In the same way, Adam threw us into this mess called sin. But the gift of Jesus, the gift of God cannot be on the same level with the mistake of Adam come on stay with me the gift of god cannot be on the same level with the mistake of adam so god brought his gift as a payment for the for what adam did so the gift of god and the and the offense of adam are not on the same level so the bible says in the book of romans that even if romans chapter 5 i didn't give you the scripture media but let's see from verse 14 if you have it in the message Romans chapter five from verse fourteen. Let, let me build it so I don't even those who didn't sin precisely as Adam did. By disobeying a specific command of God, still had to experience the termination of life, the separation from God, which is death. But Adam, who got us into this, also points us ahead of the one who will get us out of this. So, Adam got us into this mess, but Adam is pointing us to the one who will get us out of it. Verse 15. And the Bible says, Yet the rescuing gift is not exactly parallel to the death-dealing sin, if one man's sin put crowds of people at the dead end abyss of separation from God, just think of what God's gift poured through one man Jesus Christ will do. Next verse, there is no comparison between that death-dealing sin and this generous life-giving gift, the verdict on that one sin was the death sentence. The verdict on the many sins that followed was the wonderful life sentence. So it's clear. Paul is saying what Adam did and what Jesus came to do are not the same. They're not parallel. Because anything God does, He does excessively. Because He is everlasting, He is unending, He is infinite, He is ageless, He is matchless. He is limitless. You understand that? So when God gives you something, he's not giving you, the Bible says, the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. So everything the devil does to you, when God wants to fix it, he fixes it more abundantly. This is the nature of God. You remember the guy, what's his name again? The, the ruler who was lame, who, was, who, was, who had leprosy, Naaman. When Naaman went into the water and came out of the water, Neaman didn't come out looking fresh like an old man. The Bible says he was looking fresh like a newborn baby. Because every time God restores, he doesn't restore you back to where you fell from. He restores you back to the place that you were trying to go to. That's powerful. The restoration of God doesn't bring you back to the place where you fell from. It takes you back to the place where you ought to be. So when God restored Naaman's health, he didn't restore Naaman back into his old man's body. The Bible says he looked like a fresh baby because that's the restoration of God. In the same way, the gift of God is not on the same level with the punishment, with the offense that Adam did. And we talked about exchange, just trying to do a recap. Um, the gospel speaks about God dying for you, God dying as you, and then he raised you up. Can we say that? Jesus died for me. Jesus died as me and raised me up. Because believers don't understand the gospel. That is the gospel. It's the simplicity of the gospel. Jesus died for me. Jesus died as me and then rose me up. The Bible says in the book of Romans, um, I'm not ashamed of the the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation. The Bible now says in the verse 17, it says, for in it is the righteousness of God revealed. So the gospel does not reveal the sin of man. It reveals the righteousness of God the gospel does not reveal the fault of the believer the gospel reveals the righteousness of the believer because the righteousness of the believer is the gift is the first is the first exchange now we spoke about exchange and then we spoke about substitution exchange and substitution are not the same i said it's on wednesday exchange means that I'm, I'm taking something from you i'm giving you something and i'm receiving another like we exchanged four numbers we exchanged house addresses you understand that but with substitution, substitution is replacement. So one is a transaction. The other one is total replacement. If you watch football, you understand that. Once a footballer is coming out of the field and you're bringing somebody out, they don't say exchange. They say substitution. That means you are living. Because exchange on the field would be number nine, playing defense. Because defense is weak. So you are exchanging your roles. But substitution is come out i'm replacing you the first thing god did for us he gave us exchange what was the exchange he took our sin nature and gave us his righteousness so you and i are now the righteousness of god in christ jesus so the believer is not a sinner there is no scripture that can support that fact that the believer is a sinner you cannot say the bible says um, we are all in sin and then you know we are sinners saved by grace you have to choose one you cannot be a sinner saved by grace at the same time can i explain the scripture to you it means that you were drowning but the life god brought you out now that you're out of the water you cannot be inside the water at the same time You may have the water inside of you from the things that you did drink when you were drowning. But now that you're out of the water, you cannot be said to be in the water at the same time. So you may need to renew your mind, Romans chapter 12, to get the water out of your system. But how be it you are no longer in sin again, you have been brought out of sin. Somebody say amen. It's a good place to clap your hands you understand it it's simple this is the gospel it reveals the so the exchange is that god took your your sin nature and gave you his righteousness the perfect explanation for this exchange it will bury the change so if you have naira and i have dollar and i give you my dollar in exchange for your naira long after that transaction has been done i can no longer say i have naira because i took your dollar So that's the exchange. So you cannot receive the exchange from the finished talk on the cross of Calvary and then leave that service, understanding that and say, you know what, I'm a sinner. Some of you actually still feel like like when you say you are a sinner, it's a sign of humility. That you know, know, we are all sinners. Yes, we are all sinners. So in your mind, eh, you are just trying to manage God. It's not humility, it's stupidity. You are rejecting the exchange. It is as stupid as you going to brew the change and you, then you change the money and you go back saying, you "No, know what? I have naira." Meanwhile, they gave you dollars. So the exchange was made on the cross of Calvary. The Bible says, "He made him who knew no sin to become sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus." So who are you now? You have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Can we do this? Lift your hands. Say in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare, I am the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm not what I did. I'm not who men say I am. I am what Christ has done for me. I receive this exchange. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. This is my identity. I speak it over my life. This is my reality. In the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. So the next thing we spoke about is identification. Identification means the Bible says is not I who lives but Christ who lives in me. You understand that so Christ becomes your identity. I am not a physical being trying to have a spiritual experience. I am a spirit being having a physical experience. You didn't hear me. I'll say it again. I am not a physical being trying to have a spiritual experience. I am a spirit being trying to have a physical experience. So I am not flourish trying to enjoy Jesus experience rather i am jesus bringing my jesus into the flourish experience so you must understand your identity identity this is crucial this is crucial this is how jacob got the blessing from his father i shared this with you last week he didn't go in the name of jacob he went in the name of esau his older brother that is how you get the blessing you come in the name of your older brother which is christ which is christ So when you come before God, you don't come feeling like, oh, um, I've come again, and you come in your own righteousness. You come in the righteousness and in the garment of your older brother. Can you imagine how Esau felt? How that he went to the farm to find the animal. But before he came, Jacob already wore his clothes, speaking of his identity, took his name, and put the sacrifice on his neck and got the blessing. You, You get it so first of all the gospel brought exchange now you are now the righteousness of god in christ jesus the second thing is that your identity is no longer is no longer who you are is who christ is amen so when you come into an office into a meeting go with the revelation and the awareness the the, the thought that you know what i'm not coming as me i'm coming in the name of the lord i come in the name of the lord jesus i come as christ in this situation do you understand that believers believers you how do you go to a, a public place or live your life with all the power that is available to you on demand and you do not engage it because you can engage your strength and your intellect as against relying on the finished work on the cross of calvary if i were you i would come into the revelation of the scripture that i am not my humanity i am divinity i am who god says i am and i come in the name of the father let me tell you the truth your blessings are in an account number and in the account registration it is jesus christ or rather christ jesus for you to access that account you have to come with an identity called christ jesus oh god do do you understand that so if you if i put money in an account and i put the name flourish peters you cannot access that account or else you come in the name flourish peters in the face flourish peters in the identity, Flourish Peters. In the same way, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, Blessed be God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So for you to access that which you should have, in Christ, you have to come in the identity that I am Christ. The problem with you every time you go to the bank of faith and they keep bouncing you out of that bank is that you are going with your identity. So when you go there, go in the identity of your older brother and say, This is my identity. In him I live. In him I move. In him I have my being. I am in him justified. He is in me glorified. Christ in me is the hope of glory. Once you proclaim this identity, everything you have in Christ Jesus is then released to you. But what we have thought is proclaim your self-righteousness and then the bible says your self-righteousness is like filthy rag there's nothing jacob would have done right to get the blessing from the father if he didn't come in the name of esau there is nothing jacob would have done right if he didn't come in the name of esau so the passcode the password is come in the name of the lord blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord i'm not coming in my strength i'm coming in the revelation that I am no longer flourish. I am Christ. And if I'm in Christ, so when you try to attack flourish, the Bible says my life is hidden in Christ and Christ in God. The reason why you are exposed to some demonic attack and to some things is that you have claimed your identity so much. You have received your humanity. Some of you even have those stupid things I mentioned last week. You I am I am I'm Libra. I am something. I, I am what? Cancer. I am this. Is the way we behave. I am I am of what's, what i don't know them my star is the star of david is the bright and early morning star so i do not identify with those things i identify in christ because if i identify with those things i'm going to get the things those things bring to the table and i don't need them what i need is the bright and early morning star his name is jesus So I don't identify with my humanity. I identify with, lift your hands in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare. I am in Christ, and Christ is in me. In him I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. I decree and declare, I am not who I who I think I am, I am who God says I am in the name of Jesus. It may sound like a lie, but this is the truth: Uh, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. This is my identity. See, this thing may look like a lie because we're talking on Wednesday, and a girl was saying. The other Wednesday that even when she tries to acknowledge, it looks like this is not right. How do you think Jacob felt when he was saying, I am Esau? It's pure impersonation. How do you think Jacob felt when he was saying, I am Esau? Or you think the father of Jacob didn't know that was Jacob? He said, the voice I hear is Jacob. But the guy knew when he touched the skin around Jacob's neck, the sacrifice has been made on this matter. Because that's the second time skin was being mentioned in the scripture. The first time was God using skin to cover the nakedness of Adam. So the guy knew that, ah, man, they don't share blood for this matter. There is nothing I can do about it. Because the skin's body and the human being's hair are not the same. Stop it. I tried it now. I, I went to check it out. Too. I went to Abukia. Say, I said, let me find. It cannot be the same. I have an uncle who was really very hairy. I checked that it's not the same so when the man held the skin in you ah this is a product of blood that the blood of something has been shed i can no longer curse this guy because he felt sacrifice in the same way when we come before the throne of grace we come by the sacrifice of the blood of jesus by the name of identity of the older brother jesus and by his garment garment speaks of identity Your cook is known by the garment. The doctor is known by the garment. The pastor, the prostitute is known by the garment too. So he knew that this guy, there's something here. In the same way, you can not come to God with yourself. The Bible says on your best days, your righteousness is like filthy rags. You know what that means in the Old Testament? Use sanitary pad. God forbid the bad thing. That's the meaning of self-righteousness. I keep referring to a sister's question who said in church one time, why is that the people who are, who've been club girls, who are stray, you know, funny human beings come to church and they get married before the Christian sisters. I say it's very easy because the person comes with no righteousness, relying on the righteousness of Christ. The ones in church, they are God's God's first cousin. As you say hi, they say bye. If you could not say blood of Jesus. They speak Christianese. But the other one comes to church and is open to receive anything and everything Christ has. So she, he or she doesn't come with their righteousness. They come in the righteousness of the finished work on the cross of Calvary. Because that's all they have anyways. But you have your years of fasting. You have your years of choir practice. You have your years of whatever. You have your years of this. And then when you come before God, you bring these credentials before God and say, God, see. And that is not God's love language. You can't love God like that god has a love language the love language is jesus so when you come before god you come jesus god says oh that's my guy when you come oh god look at my righteousness god is saying who's this guy because you cannot meet up to the standard you can't this is the gospel this is what christ has done for us amen And then on Wednesday, we spoke about substitution. Substitution is not exchange. Substitution is replacement. So Christ replaced you in class, wrote your exams perfectly, and then gave you the results. Christ replaced you in your class, wrote your exams for you, because he came to fulfill the law, so that you and I will not fulfill the law, and then gave you the That's why the Bible calls us more than conquerors. More than conqueror means that I didn't fight the match, but I got the trophy. I didn't fight the match, but I got the trophy. So when you were singing this morning, we'll sing the song again. Oh, victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to me. That's how you sing the song. Oh, let's try. Oh, victory belongs. Victory belongs to Jesus then victory victory belongs because you can't refuse the victory that he gave to you jesus, no way! hold on a minute when you say victory belongs to jesus did he go home with the trophy no he gave you everything so why are you refusing it and just giving it to him it's not a sign of humility it's a sign of stupidity you don't know so i'm helping you my people perish for lack of knowledge not lack of prayer no lack of fasting not lack of all of that is isn't bad in and of itself but please knowledge is important so, stop refusing the victory. Victory belongs to me. When you do it, God is saying, My guy. That means what I suffered for, you are taking it. Have you, do you have a woman who knows how to cook in your house? Then she labors to cook. You won't eat the food. You won't sleep at home. You won't. You won't sleep well. I can assure you, you won't sleep well. They'll just be kicking you in the night. Like as if the bed is big, old, but they'll be kicking you. You can't. Why? Because if she has served you god is more interested with you taking from him than you giving to him ask mary and martha one person was in the kitchen trying to cook a storm the other one sat down and was trying to receive from jesus we are receivers we are not giving us we receive the reason we give is because we have received because we cannot give anything of ourselves to god god is not a arrow manager looking for human resources to keep heaven's um workforce together. No, no, no. God doesn't need anything from you. You need everything from God. God is more delighted if you take from him than you trying to... Stop trying to give to God. Receive from him. Receive us. That's who we are. Receive us. That's who we are. Ask any mother who's, who's nursing a child. Once they don't express, they start feeling pain. You're hurting God more By not taking from him. Stop trying to give to him. Because you have nothing to give to him. So when you come to God, receive everything he has given to you. Receivers are powerful people. Religion are weak people. Religious people, oh, they are very weak people. But believers are powerful people. So receive what Christ has done for you. Let me show you one example with um, substitution. Luke chapter 23. Luke 23. Luke 23. Let's do this before we deal with propitiation and then we'll close Amen. Luke 23 from verse 13. I'll show you the story. This is Jesus about to be crucified, about to be led out, but this happened on the day of Passover. Passover means that somebody has to be released. So if you have five thieves in Lagos, there's a day in Lagos where the governor of Lagos will say, you know what? One person will be released today because the festival of Lagos is today today. One person will be released. You understand that that is Passover. Somebody, somebody's got to go. And Pilate, when he had called together the, the chief priest and the rulers of the people, 14, said unto them, Ye have brought this man, Jesus, unto me, as one that perverted the people. And behold, I have examined him before you i have found no fault in this man touching those things whereof ye accuse him 15 no no not yet herod for because herod was among the people accusing jesus too but pilate is dealing with the issue professionally and for i sent you to him and lo nothing worthy of death is done unto him, verse sixteen. I will therefore chastise him and release him. So Pilate's plan was: I will chastise Jesus and I will release him. Are you following me? Are you following me? Verse seventeen. For of watch this. For of necessity, he must release one unto them at the feast. So somebody was going to be released on that day. Verse eighteen. And they cried out. All at once, saying, away with this man, Jesus, and release unto us Barabbas. Who's Barabbas? For who is setting certain sedition, he was a guy who caused riot in town and killed somebody. That's the meaning of this whole scripture. In the city, and for murder, was cast into prison. He caused riot in the city and was cast into prison. Pilate, therefore, willing to release Jesus, speak again unto them. But they cried, saying, crucify jesus crucify jesus 22 and he said unto them the third time why what evil hath he done i have found no cause of death in him i will therefore chastise him watch this and let him go verse 23 And they were instant, insistent, that's, that's the word there, with loud voices requiring that he might be crucified and that the voices of them and of the chief priest prevailed, verse 24. And Pilate gave sentence that it should be as they required. So there are two people on this day. One is Jesus and the other guy is Barabbas. Jesus had no crime according to Pilate. Barabbas was the guy who caused riots in town and killed somebody, according to the scripture. Jesus became a substitute for Barabbas. Who is Barabbas? The meaning of the word Barabbas means son of Abba. Jesus is the son of God. There is another one there who is a son of God. Because Abba means father. Ba, Abbas, means son of Abba. Blind Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus. Simon, Ba-Jonah, son of Jonah. So when you find Ba, Ba means son, and the other word is the person's name. So the person who was the substitute on that place was another son of God. So there were two sons of God that day. Hey, they are They are There are two sons of God that day. There was the one called Barabbas, which is son of the Father. Meanwhile, on the other hand, you had the Son of the very Father, the Son of God. So Jesus took the place of Barabbas, and the Bible says they let Barabbas go. In the same way, Jesus was our substitute, who took our place because we are children of the Father. Uh, because we are children of the so jesus took our place and said you know what barabbas some of you are barabbas is here you're it's not a bad name it means son of abba you all cry out all the time we have not received the spirit of adoption again to fear we have received the spirit of adoption of bondage again to fear we've received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry look at all of you you are barabbas we are all Barabbas. So guess what happened on the cross? This exchange was made. Barabbas, who is son or father, was sent away like you and I. We've been released freely. Why? Because there was a substitute who is the real son of the father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This isn't so powerful that even in that story, there was substitution there. The Barabbas, was a substitute. Jesus was a substitute for Barabbas. And we are all Barabbases in this place because we call him Abba, Father. But Jesus became our substitute. Lift your hands in the name of Jesus. I thank you for being my substitute that I didn't have to die even causing a mess in the city like Barabbas. But God, you sent your son as a substitute for me who died for me, now I am free to be everything God has called me to be in Jesus' name. Amen. Can you imagine how Barabbas felt the next morning? He felt like he cheated death. Look at you. You should have been dead, but God kept you. Some of you have cheated death too many times. If you come on this stage and tell us the kind of things you've been through in this life, there is no reason why you should be alive. You've cheated death. It's not because you were smart. It's because there was a substitute ever before you showed up. There was a substitute ever before you showed up. So Barabbas is son of Abba. You are son of Abba. But we had a substitute who is the very son of God who took the blow for us on that day. So it is very wrong... Barabbas never died a criminal after that day no he never died because somebody took his place in the same way it is wrong for you to pay for the things that christ already paid for it is totally wrong totally wrong let's go to propitiation amen are you learning something already propitiation is not just payment propitiation is excess payment propitiation is not just payment propitiation is is a bloody payment it's not just payment, it is excess payment. Excess payment. It was an excess payment for all your sins and it was paid once and for all. Somebody say once and for all. Somebody say once and for all. You know, when, when we talk about the blood of Jesus and we use words like I cover my car, I cover my life with the blood of Jesus, some of you still see the blood flowing in the animation of your mind. <laughs> yeah, so you say, I cover my car with the blood. You'll, say, you'll see blood I cover the road. Just see, in your mind, you have released like 33,000 liters of, depends on where you're traveling, like you're traveling to now, You have to release like maybe, uh, how many liters, how many liters, how many liters. Father, I released release like, like 2,000 liters. No, no, that's more. Two million liters of blood. Let you look. Because in your mind, you're be seeing blood flowing. Breaking news, the blood is not flowing again. The blood flowed once and for all somebody's very disappointed eh some of you even soak your car with it. you really Now let's talk this morning you soak your car with the blood of jesus like how many liters now let's see okay add 33 plus 33 that's 63 uh, liters of anoint of blood that you need to soak your car with the blood who did you see pray like that in scripture which apostle paul peter john where did you get it from it's really no no let's talk now where did you get it i i cover my house with the blood of jesus i soak my food with the blood of jesus so when you even sanctify i sanctify this food in the name of jesus do you know what that means sanctify is set apart you're not supposed to eat it how did jesus pray before eating he blessed it and ate so i use i soak it to the blood of jesus i mix it to the blood of jesus and i then sanctify it then you now eat it. like who are you it be which Where you get that from who taught you that? As we are going, I soak my husband. <laughs> Every, all these Lagos get a not; they would just see blood, blood, blood. <laughs> <laughs> the blood of Jesus was once shed for the sins of man, once for all sins, once for all men, once for all death. The word, when you use the word I cover my stuff with the blood of Jesus, is an insurance term. It's like me saying to you, bros, does your insurance cover fire? Does it cover theft? Does it cover accident? So when you say my life is covered by the blood of Jesus, what you're actually saying, my life is insured by the blood of Christ. It's an insurance term. Insurance is not paid for at the point of accident. I don't even know why some of you don't insure your cars because for me it reduces prayer point. I'm telling you the truth. I, I believe insurance because I saw it in the scriptures. And so when I go somewhere and I park my car, I'm not saying so father I cover my car with the beloved, father, angels, angels, angels. No, no. There are other things that my angels can do. I just pay for insurance. If I don't see the car, I'll call my insurance officer. They've sold my car. After a while, I get another car. It's simple like that because I saw it in scripture. I can't understand it. Well, to to each man is on. So let me go back to the word. So it's an insurance term. So ever before you made the mistake, insurance covered you. So the scripture we just read said, children, I do not want you to commit sin, but if you sin, you have insurance in Christ. Don't worry, pastors don't like us to preach this thing because they feel like you now no no you are still going to sin if you want to sin and It's not this message that will make you sin. But I'm going to tell you the truth regardless that if you make a mistake you have an insurance in christ the advocacy of christ is activated ever before the court case began my little children these things are right unto you that you see not but if any man sins you have an advocate insurance jesus christ the righteous so let's talk about the once and for all payment of the blood of jesus when jesus died on the cross he didn't say to be continued he said it is finished so he didn't put 10 liters of the blood and said let me keep some just in case later i'll be pouring it small small for them just to be this whole new decade angel let's see you oh, feel like 50 liters 50 liters for this church ah winners they're big old. no winners russian that flurry church they're small more russian big one go redeem so give them like mm, thirty-three thousand 30, every sunday no blood of jesus was shed once and for all for your sins your sins past present and future now if you don't believe that your future sins have been forgiven where you are alive when jesus died 2020 years ago how are you able to partake of the blessing now 2020 years after and god is not in time he's in eternity he doesn't start to finish. He finishes to start. So God finished, secured your redemption by the blood of Jesus. Amen. First Peter chapter 1, verse 18 and 19. Let's see this. First Peter 1. It's a, it says, for as much. Let's see this together. See this together. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things. So Jesus didn't redeem you with, with, what are corruptible things? He didn't redeem you with pounds, sterlings, and dollars. A silver and gold, you know. That time they didn't have pounds sterling and dollars. The money for trading is. If it's today, Bible will be USD and USD and pounds. This one that has so name, pounds sterling. Yeah. From your vain conversation, this conversation is lifestyle. It's not talk. It's lifestyle. Received by tradition from your fathers, Adam. Verse eight. Verse the next it says, "But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb." Without blemish and without spot. So your redemption was not with gold and silver, it was by the blood of Jesus that redeemed you. So Jesus didn't buy you back to God by gold and silver, he did it by his precious blood. God has always been interested in blood from time immemorial. So I grew up in a church where they told me that the reason why Cain's sacrifice on us was not accepted. Was because Cain brought rotten yam to God. They, they told you to. They also told me in my church growing up that Cain's Ogede had um, cancer inside. <laughs> what was God looking for in, in Genesis? God was looking for blood. God was saying, Cain, Abel, give me a sacrifice. Abel brought the first lamb. Yam does not have blood. Don't have blood. God was looking for the proper, accurate sacrifice. Because the substitute is either a man or a lamb. You remember when when God when Abraham was going to kill Isaac, and was trying to kill God, said no, there's a substitute, and it was a lamb. If you look at where Isaac turned to, where Abraham turned to, up there was where Christ died. Because that was a sign that this is the plan of god's redemption for mankind so the old testament is the new testament concealed the new testament is the old testament revealed so everything is in types and shadows god has been trying to put the blood on the lintel of the house blood you understand that so let's let's move excess payment is very powerful it is like this brother going to a co-hotel to eat (laughs) <laughs> I said, I was weak. I, I was not weak. I said. <laughs> Somebody should just pay for him to go to a hotel. He's said, like, he's going to make it. For. He don't tell you the plan is this. Like, make it happen. but brother goes to a hotel to eat, and there's a buffet. And let's say the buffet is fifteen or 20,000. And he's the kind of guy who started a buffet one minute after 12 when he started and stayed one minute after 4 when it finished. He now got to time to pay for the buffet. He now discovered that, you know, he couldn't pay for the buffet. So the manager comes to embarrass or harass or just disturb him and they're bundling him away. Another person shows Mandela to say, ah, what's this? I know this brother. What's going on? He says, oh, he had something, something. The Mandela says, oh, I have a credit in this. Place of a million dollars, transfer it to him. As soon as that is done, the dynamics has changed. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the dynamics has changed because everybody who was harassing him at that time starts. Oh, we didn't know that you know. Uh, if we we'll talk now, we'll this is you, explain yourself. We will not do this because at that point he was owing 15k. He now has a Nigerian currency today, something close to 400,000, 400 million. With that, he can stay in the penthouse of a hotel for the next two months. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I prophesy I God will give you more. More. More in the name of Jesus. More that you'll be the one giving this to people. You will not just have a testimony, you'll become a testimony in Jesus' name. So so by that action, the dynamics has changed. He's no longer owing 15,000. He now has in excess of something close to 400 million. See, these steps will change. The way he's talking will change. The way he navigates there, it will just the way they treat him will change. This is why the enemy does not want you to know that Jesus overpaid for you because once you know that Jesus overpaid for you, your behavior will change, your attitude will change, your lifestyle will change, the way people treat you too will change. See, at that point, where he now has something close to 400 million his clothes has not changed yet but his status has changed so sometimes your wardrobe and your situation may find time to catch up with your revelation but you must hold on to your revelation because your revelation will change your situation. But your situation cannot change your revelation. This is why I'm telling you, even if I'm sounding like a broken record, that you know what? This is what has been done for you. It was not a payment. It was not full payment. It was excess payment. Go and have more an abundant life. Shout amen, somebody it's excess payments. at that point the dynamics has changed because they didn't pay 15 to 400 million he'll be pricing things but some of you do not know so they are still asking you for the 15 thousand naira. yes so you are still in. my people perish for lack of they don't know so you are still going for deliverance meeting my father's house my mother's house all oh, you demon of poverty come to my right Demon of untimely death, come here. What are you waiting for? Begin to destroy yourself. Destroy yourself. And you are in the middle. <laughs> so you are praying. You are going from prayer houses. You are looking for profit because you are not aware that what Christ did was not just a payment, was excess payment. So you can go and take more. So this guy, after that revelation, he just goes straight to the restaurant and says, there was even something I, did, I was looking at eating. Because you now know you, the payment was, your lifetime eh, is too short to exhaust the blessings of God over your life. Let me, let me just tell you, your lifetime is too short and yes. eh, to ex- exhaust, to scratch the surface. That's why some of you, the blessing will live from generation to another generation. To, because you, you did not scratch the surface of what Christ had. But the problem is, you do not know. That Christ paid excess payment. Was not he didn't say it is he didn't say I've done my own, do your own. He said it is finished. You understand that? Touch your neighbor say I, I have excess payment. Excess payment. It was comprehensive insurance policy. Comprehensive. It was comprehensive. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 12. Hebrews 9, verse 12. Give me the message translation. Hebrews 9, verse 12. It says, Neither by the blood... Is this King James' or message? Give me message translation first. Give me message translation. But let me read this. Okay. He also bypassed the sacrifice consisting of goats and calf blood. Instead, using his own blood as the price... set us free sometimes once in a year you've been set free once and for all but you don't know so by by the action that he did to him he's been free from that debt even more debt to come because he has 400 million counting once and for all but you don't know and because you don't know you know In the world, they say, ignorance is bliss. In the kingdom, what you don't know is what is killing you. Because my people perish for lack of knowledge. And truth, independently of itself, does not set free. It's the truth that you know that sets you free. So, there was a time that we didn't have light in the house for a while, and I think mom traveled. And She just came back and said, ah, there's light now. like, no, there's no light. So, it's the next phase. You know those you remove and you put in the other one. So we're in darkness and we had light. It's not because truth was not available, but we did not know. That's why you need to come to a church where truth is being, so that you now know. So some of you may have that funny, foolish dream after tonight too. But when you wake up in the morning, you tell the dream, no, wrong. Because you have some stubborn cashers in the bank. So, it is your money, but it will be misbehaving. So, you have to insist. Oh, you don't know? You have some stubborn policemen who your papers, they will just, so, once they, they sense that you do not know, they'll take advantage of you. That's why when Christ died, he left with you the advocate. That's a law term. That's a law somebody. Advocate the paracletus so the holy ghost is within you as your lawyer to say no 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 this is not what you have in christ jesus you cannot be barren don't accept it and say no, no 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 i cannot accept it this is not what you have in christ jesus you cannot have this diseases. so no 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 i do not accept it this is not what i have in christ jesus i cannot be having this affliction and you begin to refuse it because you have some stubborn problems so gospel does not remove warfare gospel rearranges warfare. so you are not fighting for victory you are fighting from victory so you are enforcing so gospel and warfare you are not fighting to get you are maintaining what you already have Oh so you are maintaining i am already healed of the lord i'm already blessed of the lord so i will not accept this it's not i'm going to receive blessing uh, let's label that's why when we come into fasting and prayer in may before before resurrection that's why I didn't bother with that January fast. Because I wanted to teach you that when we are fasting, I'm sure that you are fasting. I know that you are praying. You are praying right. You are not just entering some. mumu prayer. Prayer that you pray that your, your angel will look at you as a waste of time. And just leave. mumu prayer. No prayer. You understand that? Once and for all. Let's see Hebrews chapter 9. King James Hebrews nine twenty eight King James version, and we'll go to AMPC if you have it. So Christ was, you saw it. Christ was half current offered. Can we read it together? Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, past, present, and future, and unto them that look for him shall he appear. The second time when Christ is coming, he's not coming for sins. He's coming for full-blown salvation. (laughs) So when Christ comes back, he's not coming to deal with your sin. He's coming to do full-blown salvation. Give me AMPC if you have it. Even so, it is that Christ, having been offered to take upon himself and bear as a body the sins of many, once and once for all. So the blood of Jesus is not going to... There is no longer sacrifice for sin. See, it has been done. Tap into what has been done, okay? Hmm. For many, once and once for all, will appear a second time and not to carry any burden of sin. God is Jesus is not coming to carry any burden of sin, no, no, not to deal with sin. Is it are you reading it? Is that English? Not to carry any burden of sin not to deal with sin but to bring the full salvation to those who are eagerly constantly patiently waiting and is expect- and expecting him so when Jesus comes back he's not coming to deal with sin his first coming he dealt with sin his second coming is coming to full-blown salvation full-blown full-blown you will know Bible in this church I know you want motivational speaking no you will know Bible in this church i'll give you motivational speaking Hebrews 10, from verse 10, King James Version. Hebrews 10. Because do you know the churches, you just go morning till evening. They don't read the Bible. Okay, Hebrews 10 from verse 10. By the which we, we, we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ for sometimes, Are you saying that once and for all? Consistently, once and for all. Once and for all. Are you seeing it? Next verse. And every priest standard daily ministering and offering, oftentimes, the same sacrifice, which can never take away sin. Watch this. The Old Testament, the sins, and when they offer those sacrifices, it covers sin. But it is Jesus that is the behold, the Lamb of God, that takes away the sins of the world. So Jesus did not come to cover your sins. He came to take it away. Hey. When you cover something, you still have it. Let me try my again. When you cover something, you still have it. Once you take it away, you no longer have it. Jesus did not come to cover your sins; He came to take it away. Lift your hands in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare that my sins have been taken away by the finished work on the cross of Calvary. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. See, see, see. Next verse, verse twelve. Verse twelve. But this man, I love Hebrews said I love this verse. He said, "But this man, after." He- Offered one sacrifice for sins forever sat down on the right hand of god end of discussion i see when jesus came he said no I, i'm doing this thing once and then he sat. so jesus is sitting down he's not sharing blood i need you to understand no let's talk it's a bible bible is way okay. say jesus is what do you say it in your bible? He's Sitting. He, he's joking he's not he's not he's not he's not being doing, he's not angry he's sitting by this man, by this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God. Next verse 13 From henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. 14. For by one offering, hey, Jesus, for by one offering, he hath perfected again forever them that are sanctified. Ooh, Shadaba. Next verse, next verse, next verse. Let's go. Wherefore, the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that, he had said before. 16, this is the new covenant that I will make with them. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and I will put it in their minds. So the, so the new covenant is not rules and regulation. In the Old Testament, you have to obey rules and regulation. In the New Testament, the regulator lives inside of you. For I will put my laws in their heart and in their minds will I write them so the laws of god are written within you so you don't obey what is outside you leave out what is inside so you don't obey what is written you leave out what is within you so the so somebody said but you preach so does that mean i will just go and kill i'm like i cannot just go and kill because the person who lives within me is not a killer so the, do you understand it? That's the way it works. That's the way it works. So I cannot just go and do something stupid because the person who lives within me is not stupid because he has written his laws in my heart and in my mind. I may do some stupid things sometimes, but ultimately the man who lives inside of me, if I keep feeding him and giving him attention, because whatever you give attention to gives you direction, he will finally come into full-blown manifestation. Christianity is inside out. It's not outside in. It's inner transformation. It's not being your modification 17 and their sins. yeah, yeah. Did you see this one? Did you see this one? He enter, he enter, he enter, he enter, he enter. So come, 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 he enter. And their sins and iniquities, I will remember no more. No more. So when God sees you, He does not see your sins and your iniquity the problem with some of you you have not forgiven yourself you can't be angry on behalf of god you are not in the trinity there are only three you cannot be the fourth one don't don't be angry on behalf of god god has forgiven you don't carry god's anger on yourself some of you are angry with some other members of the church because you know what they have done but god has blessed them god knows assistant god can you mind your business Assistant Holy Ghost, can you face front? Say I is not talking. I know talk by now. I know this now. It's not flourish. I know flourish now. Is not this? I, not, well, come on. I, I, Assistant Holy Ghost. Can you focus on another assignment? There are people around who are now who have made me my assignment. If you are watching, you go you go make <laughs> no, Because God will be blessing me. Because I know that. My sins and iniquities are it he remembers. Woo! The all knowing God says, This one, I do not know it. The all knowing God is saying, This one, I do not know it. So, when you come before God saying, God, but you know, God is I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not shouting this when i'm trying to say it's more so that you can understand god is saying i don't know what 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 are you saying because <sighs> oh. Thank you, Jesus. some people hate you because of what they heard about you but god loves you in spite of all he knows about you Papa, he says, and your sins and iniquities sins sins are different from iniquities iniquities are proclivities that thing that makes you turn when you see the woman passing and yeah, that's iniquity it's in the uh-huh. it's not the action it's the uh-huh. that's iniquity yeah when you see you just see the guy huh? You know, women, you can look like this, but you're looking 360 degrees. So you're not like us, who's always doing like this. So you're like this, so but he's passing, you have checked him out. And we do not know because so are we are with you. Just keep looking straight you get to nod your head. So it is, it is, somebody's asking the wife, you know now, and says, not it, but it is the truth. Your sins and iniquities will I remember no more? The gospel is excess payment. The gospel is not good news. It's too good to be true news. That is true. Next verse. I'm not done. Keep my scriptures. Next verse, 18. Now where remission of this is, there is no more offering for sins. I need you to listen. See, there, there is no more. Thank you for your messages because I'm not playing Lord. I'm giving everybody below the belt. If you chop it, you chop it. Now there is no more offering for sins. So if you have seen now, there's no offering. Coming to the one who has offered, who is the offerer, because he's the lamb that was slain. He's the high priest that received it he's the advocate and the judge he's the offering and the offerer. and the one to whom it has been offered to <laughs> he he is the keeper and the landsman and he's still in via he's the timekeeper too he's playing midfield for you he's defending for you and he's your keeper you are going to win Eight nineteen, let's, let's nineteen. Nine, nine, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to so, because of what he has done, I have boldness not to enter the outer court into the very holy of holies. One, I can't you can't see it again. Having therefore. So You're not crawling into the holy of holies. Some of you doing worship, you say, I come into your presence. Oh, you're not even like this. Hey, God, though, I'm crawling into it. No, no, it says, Come boldly. <laughs> Having therefore, brethren, boldness in the Old Testament before a priest enters the holy of holies, you put a bell around his waist and he will do the offering. So, as he's walking, we'll be shaking the bells that they will know outside that he's alive. For. Because once they shake, he does not shake again. They bring him out dead, and that year everybody's in trouble, because the prophet represents God to the people, the priest represents the people to God. So once your priest dies inside and fails, all of you are in trouble, because your priest is your class rep, is your prototokos. So if the Bible says we have a high priest, and he's now saying this thing, is not just for me. Come into the holy of holies. Some of you have been to your houses, I've not entered your bedroom yet. God is saying we have access to the Holy of Holies. Stay with me. 20, 20, 20, 20. By a new and living way, which He had consecrated for us through the veil that is to say His flesh. Next verse, 21. And having an high priest over the house of God, 22, let's see where I are doing 22. Let us draw near. <laughs> This is the problem. Watch this. This is the problem. This. Let us draw near with true heart. With full assurance. The problem with us too, a lot of us do not have full assurance of faith. We still think we are not sure. We are not sure. I will deal with a true heart. That can lovely. Stay with me. The true heart is important. Because your heart has a way of condemning you but the true heart knows not to condemn you because your true heart, you have taught your true heart what the scripture says about your situation. You go enter, no not worry, give me some time. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. That's the one that always judges you. That thing that Adam ate, the tree of conscience, good and evil. From an evil conscience and our bodies washed it's pure water. So what you do is that you, you you put your heart in full assurance. I'm fully assured I'm loved by God. And you know when you need this most, the day you mess up the most, you put your, your heart in full assurance. Let me, let me use the last scripture and close. I'm sure I, the point is out there. Let's see. let's see it in the message quickly. Let me run. Let's see this in the message. Message, let's see. Oh, shout that back at us. Then two, two, three scriptures, I need to go. If you don't have a message, do you have it in the message? I wanted to run from verse 10. You can read it at home. Let's see. First John chapter three, verse 19. First John three, verse 19. We We'll do it in King James and then we we'll do it in message. First John three, verse 19. Somebody say, "I have full assurance of faith that God loves me." You are not forgiven because you are remorseful. You are forgiven because He is merciful. You are not forgiven because you are remorseful. You are forgiven because He is merciful. It is not your remorse that triggers the forgiveness of God. It is His mercy. Are you aware that Judas was remorseful? Oh, Judas was remorseful. The Bible says Judas was angry. He took the money and and gave it to them back and went and hung himself. Read your Bible. So Judas had repentance, quote-unquote. He repented. Ah, I can't take this. Look what I've done to my master. Ah, Jesus, he felt bad. And then he returned the money, Judas, and then hung himself. So any repentance that is not from the cross is judgment on yourself. repentance is metanoia change your mind about god and hereby we know that we are of the truth and and shall assure our hearts did you see watch this full assurance your heart so what you need to do is constantly assure your heart before him next verse next for if our heart condemns us god is greater than our hearts Oh, my bible there are some things i can't share with you here it's too deep she said i should share it anybody that want to die I should die that's what she said to me he says if our heart condemns us god is greater than our heart and knoweth all things the next verse next verse he says, watch and now say beloved let's see this let's see this let's see let's see he says beloved if our heart condemns us not then we have confidence towards god <laughs> That means when you come to the point where you you make a mistake and your heart doesn't condemn you because you don't receive condemnation. You receive, I am the righteousness of God in in Christ Jesus. And you change towards, because religion is I have sinned, God is going to kill me. Relationship with God, gospel, grace is I have sinned, I'm going to God to fix me it says beloved if our heart condemn us not then have we confidence before god next verse let me show you why some of your prayers are not being answered and whatsoever we ask we receive of him because we keep he pastor flourish god don't catch you god don't catch you keep 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 this scripture keep the scripture god don't catch you because we keep his commandments and pastor flourish has to say no commandment just believe and do those things that are you see you see you see and pleasing inside let's see the commandment the next verse and this is the commandment that you should let, let me give you time to read it because i'm blocking somebody Thank you for clapping, sister. Heidi, thank you. And this is the commandment that we should believe on the name of the Son of Jesus Christ. So said we shout, just we shout today. And love one another. That's all. This is the New Testament commandment. Believe please God and do the things that are pleasing to God. Believe in Jesus. For without Jesus, no man can please God. That is the meaning of without faith, no man can please God. Faith is Jesus. This is the new commandment that we should believe on the name of the Son of God. You need to fix your heart. That's the problem. You are giving your heart too much power to condemn you. Hebrews 9, verse 14. Can we see that John in in, in can, do you have it in the message translation quickly? Quickly, we need to close. Do you have it in tr- message translation quickly? First John 3:19 to 24. Do you have it in the message translation? First John chapter 3 media please help me i believe in the son of god first john chapter 319 it says this is the only way watch this we'll know we are living truly living in god's reality what is god's reality all your sins are forgiven Shout it again glory is also the way to uh, talk about watch this talk about watch this watch this watch this it is also the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism even when there is something to it that's even when you have something to condemn yourself with you shut it down because all your sins Glory! for God is greater than our worried hearts and knows more about Hebrews 9 verse 14 two scriptures and they will close Hebrews 9 verse 14 Hebrews 9 14 how much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself through without sports to God purge our conscience let the blood of Jesus purge your conscience your conscience is too Adamic so you sinned, so you won't come to church because no, your sin will affect the whole presence of God you, 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 you think so highly of yourself in the old covenant if you touch somebody who has a disease you become affected by the disease Jesus laid hands on people who had diseases he affected them they could not affect him there is no way your sin can affect Christ it is Christ that will affect you Hebrews 10, 22, our last scripture, and then we'll close. Let us draw near with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our body washed with pure water. Give me verse 24. Verse 24, verse 24, verse 24. Let's go to verse 24. Hallelujah. I bring you out of guilt in the name of Jesus I bring you out of guilt in the name of Jesus and if we give up and turn our backs on all we've learned all we've been given all the truth we know we now know we repudiate Christ's sacrifice don't repudiate his sacrifice no no don't accept the sacrifice the propitiation of what was paid once and for all. I close with this scripture. Our, our theme. 1 John chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. 1 John 2, verse 1 and 2. Woo! several My little children, these things are right unto you that ye see not. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Two. For and He is the propitiation for our sins and not just ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So, I traveled one time with my wife, and um, it was a boat cruise. So, I have this regular eye watch, and so when we got to the pool, everybody pulled their wristwatch. No, I pulled mine. As a Nigerian man, put it in the safe. But the Americans there took this wristwatch inside water. Pew! I said, ah. So my guy said, no, it's water resistant or waterproof. I said, hey, it's water resistant. It's waterproof. I said, no, problem. I will pull it. And I kept it there. They said, no, you didn't hear what I said. It's water resistant and it's waterproof. I said, yes, I agree. I, did it. I agree. But I want to keep my own here just in case and every time they, they will go and they come out everything is fine they go again and they come out their research is fine I never tried it because I don't want to find out whether the one we bought in Nigeria is the same so one day in my regular routine I'm jogging and it was a downpour it was not a sprinkle it was not a drizzle it was not a shower it was a deluge and there was nowhere to hide the wristwatch so I was under the rain the rain beats me well, well i think i have picked something from the ground my, my house key or something the phone entered water well and i got home it was still working i said wow so this thing works this scripture came to mind my little children i write to you that you sin not but if you sin you have an insurance is the propitiation for your sin. It will be madness for me to now say I have this watch that is water resistant and every time that put inside the pool like this. Even if it is working, it means that there's something wrong with you. So your phone is water resistant, you just go to water every time you do not get work again. So that let me show you something. See water resistant. That is how a believer is who, because Christ has forgiven you, let me go and sin. Let me go and sin. Something is wrong with you. You have a bigger problem. We are not really sure whether you are saved or you are mad. And let me say this to you. Sin has its consequences. But the judgment of sin has been taken on the cross. So, if you like, leave here and say, hey, pastor, say, I can go and sin. And you go and sin, they will catch you. They will arrest you like this. I will come to EFCC to pray with you. But what I'm saying to you that whilst you are in EFCC, God does not condemn you. If you die there, you are going to heaven. But you have messed up your life because sin has consequences. So, if you like, go and be cheating up and down, your wife will not catch you and not destroy your happy home, you will be stupid. But even in that stupidity, the blood of Jesus has ensured you, if you die there, you are going to heaven. Yes, because heaven is not a reward for good behavior. Heaven is a gift. It's in a salvation package. Yes, yeah. So if you like, go and sleep with somebody and you now have AIDS, will not be believing God for a, another miracle. Or you have an abortion that destroys your womb, we will be believing God for healing in another dimension. But that because you did that, that's what will not take you to hell. Straight is a lie. Nobody is in hell because they sinned. Anybody who's in hell is because they rejected Jesus, the sacrifice for sins. Nobody is in heaven because they did not sin. I can go to Hebrews eleven and show you all the pictures of faith. What the Bible says this, but by... Rehab is there. Rehab by faith. Rehab, Rehab. You you don't know Rehab international prostitute on defense of jerusalem doing local no b- border problem with rehab because she believed in jesus to come by the scarlet rope that he she dropped she got into something by faith moses by faith because the blood of jesus edits your life and puts you in the perspective of the finished work of, Ka- of Calvary. of not confuse you that the payment was excess payment and it was once and for all but if you decide to take the payment for granted you feel the consequences of your misbehavior not the judgment but the judgment has been taken on the cross of calvary You will have life issues and it's not god you just have seven girlfriends you will not be able to marry it's not devil you are in you are, you are a manizer. Keep looking straight. It's not the devil. Though. You are living in a flirtationship where you are less than the girlfriend but you are more than a friend. You are good for hideouts. You are not good for showing faults. Continue, my sister. Continue. But when you do not have a fulfilled life, it's not God. You brought it upon yourself. That you understand consequences and judgment the judgment of sin Christ took it the consequences of sin EFCC so go and steal guess what you'll be in EFCC I will come and pray for you there oh so loving Pastor Flourish we'll start Logic EFCC we'll pray you'll be there you will will do the time but once you are doing the time you are secured in Christ by the finished work on the cross of Calvary because the thief, the first person who made it to heaven from the cross, did not go to church. Did not even ask God for forgiveness of sins. He just recognized, Bobo, I today. Don't forget your guy, you. That's all. He didn't say, forgive me my sins. I've been denying you sins in the world. I now know that you are the son of God. This is my last chance. Don't forget me. oh. You know that prayer you pray that you want to die. Oh, God. Oh, no, no, no. He just said, Bobo. Remember, today, Jesus said, ah, today, you will be with me. All he needed was recognize the sacrifice. Judas went to die before the sacrifice died. So Judas died for himself. He's in hell today. Hebrews shows us that. Hebrews, didn't say, Hebrews, that Judas, by faith, after killing himself, got into heaven. No, no, no. Hands are clean before you as a servant of God, and I've shown you the truth and nothing but the truth that you are not under a curse, you're not under a spell. Nothing is wrong with you if you just know that the propitiation is a full payment for your sins, diseases, what have you and what have not. But if you continue this misbehavior, you will put yourself in trouble. It's not God. My little children, I write this to you, that you sin not. But if you sin, you have an advocate to the Father, who is the propitiation for your sins, and not just for your sins, for the sins of the whole world. Bow your hair, as you see. Let's pray. What I want you to do is, Father, I accept the payment. I accept the payment. And if you're here, you're not saved. I want to lead you to Jesus today. Pega desha seek mitesu. I want to lead you to Jesus today. I want to lead you to Jesus today. Father, we thank you for the word today. Uh, Can you pray the next two minutes, Father? I accept the sacrifice. I accept the payment for my sins. I accept the payment for my sins.